Welcome everyone to this episode of Awakening Dragons and I'm so excited and pleased to have Fabian and Del Sol with me. And just as a quick introduction, Fabian is a shadow integrator and light language channel and activator. She's an ancient being supporting the divine remembrance of self to those who are awakening to their multi-dimensional mastery. And Del Sol is also a channeler, an astral projector, as well as an experienced energy healer. He is an ancient light language activator and multidimensional healer and facilitator. <laughs> so I am sure that there's going to be lots of magic. And I know that today we've gathered to talk about ancient remembrance. And I actually met these beautiful beings in an ancient remembering course. And so I actually want to have them speak to you a little bit about ancient remembrance, why it's relevant for us, for all of us, and why now. And I'm sure that we're going to do a little transmission and help us in that process of remembering and whatever magic comes through. So Fabian, how, how would you describe ancient remembrance? How are you today? And how is that feeling alive in you today? Good morning. I, you know, I'm going to pass this one to Del Sol because <laughs> the reason why I am able, was able to remember my ancient oneness with self is because of Del Sol. So I think Del Sol is probably more equipped to, to begin in the origins of this conversation. So please, Del Sol. Why, thank you, Fabian. I am truly honored uh, to be in this space with both of you. Um, to speak in the ancient ones, uh, it's a time that we are evolving in the space of humanity. Um, as you know, in many of the indigenous cultures, there was a calling and a saying that one day the ancient ones would rise again. And that time now is now. Many of us have traversed many dimensions, many realms to be in this space now to usher in a new for humanity a remembrance of the old ways that we are here to teach and to recall those ancient aspects, the tribal aspects. There were a time when we used to gather in a circle and settle our differences in a circle and we sat as equals and that time has come and gone and we have lost our way through this three-dimensional existence we have truly lost our way and lost touch with who we truly are. And that is, again, the remembrance of the, the most ancient aspect of ourselves through our heart space. Before there was sound, vibrations and frequencies, words became distorted and our ways were lost. So each of us is here right now in this now moment and many more awakening to the vastness and the knowledge and the wisdom that they have within that heart space to come forward and teach the old ways to the new because now in this time it is very much needed the sacredness the togetherness the oneness the connectedness of it all we all stream a different frequency and the frequency adds to the whole we all bring a piece of the puzzle with us in our energetic stream 
So calling forth the ancient ones to form that circle once more strengthens each and every one of us as we step forward. More will come and join and be seen the, to the sacredness of who we truly are as the builders, the creators, the innovators, the ones who hold space and bring forth beauty and oneness in this space. Because now humanity sits on the precipice of its very own evolution. And we are here to bring forth our essence, to add to this monumental eclipsing of the whole as an ancient ones. That's what we're here to do. As each one steps forward and the more will come. God, so much wisdom just in that. I can just feel all the tingles in the body. Now I find it beautiful and so true. You know, like both of you mentioned that multi-dimensional aspect, you know, even in the bios and obviously, you know, in the work together, and in my experience of that ancient remembrance course, it was like so vast, you know, that word you use vast, it was like that mm, experience of self is just this vastness, like so big beyond what my mind had already had awareness of and consciousness. And so you speak a lot about circle, Del Sol, and I, you know, I know Fabian also does a lot of circle work. So how would you say, and this is for either of you, the circle work or the coming together is different with this aspect of really calling in the ancient ones, you know, because many people work with spirit. Many people are coming together in circle and talk about unity and our remembrance. But, you know, can we talk a little bit more of what are the ancient beings? Who are the ancient ones? So I guess the first step is the remembrance of coming together in circle to allow that equilibrium to be reestablished, you know, because we talk a lot about, you know, we are one and that we are all unique in that oneness and that everybody has their own uniqueness and magic to contribute. But I don't think we really understand that. So the more and more that we can gather in circle and really recognize each other as equals yet and equally important in our contribution into the web of consciousness that each one of us is an integral point of consciousness then we truly start to rise in our divinity to know who we are truly at the core of who we are now you mentioned the vastness of our remembrance we're not here to remember all of it that's not the point we're here to remember that yes we are vast in that expanse of all the ways in which our soul is traversed. But we are here specifically in our own uniqueness to remember certain aspects of that ancient remembrance. And the ancient remembrance brings the mastery of that which we have already mastered in our ancient selves. And at this time of great transformation and change, that mastery is needed, right? Just like we are seeking uh, counsel from guides, from teachers, from ones who have come before us to really hold us in that guidance to say, you know, here, I hold you in your alignment, in your integrity, 
so that you can really know the bounds of who you are. And that may be contradictory to know the bounds of all that you are. But the bounds of all that you are is, again, the mastery that you have. Work within the uniqueness of the mastery that you are. And that's what we're here to do. We're not here to, you know, do what the other person's doing because it's it makes more money or it seems glamorous. And a lot of us seem to be drawn to that. It's very easy to be drawn to that. But we're here to hold the lines within ourselves and really remember that ancient magic, the ancient mystery that we are that allows us to really coalesce within and create anew, right? We have the foundations, but we are here to create anew. So when we gather in this way, the foundations are so incredibly strong and it gives ourselves and it gives each other the momentum to truly create what we're desiring in the new age. And, and I think this conversation is so potent, you know, when we are now in the wood dragon year, the new lunar year. So happy lunar new year to all of the listeners and watchers. You know, I greet you with deep love, with deep appreciation for you arriving fully in all that you are and the fire that you are. And I hope that this podcast or this conversation can, can really spark a memory of the depth of that creative essence that you're here to bring because it's a truly exciting time, even though it is incredibly challenging as a human to navigate it. Yeah, you've got that right. <laughs> the human self, and I don't want to say the human self gets in the way. It's not that at all, but it's it's really that mm, human experience and all that we we go through. Um, I love what you're sharing about the birthing and the mastery and just that unique piece of what we bring. I just had a, a big circle this weekend, which was a drum making experience, which isn't just about making a drum, but it really emphasized that part of we're each here to bring just one unique piece. Even if it's that story you share, the healing you share was about really coming together and always feeling like everyone is going to be there. Everyone's thing is welcome and needed. You know, like there were a lot of human stories and triggers of feeling left behind, not feeling on time, getting too fast. I'm like, we're all going to end at the same time and come and open the circle together and close the circle together so it was a really really beautiful time and and you spoke about creation so this is the one i actually birthed and i was telling fabian just before there were seven people in the workshop but actually mine was the eighth drum and it's you know 2024 year of eight and i actually redid it rebirthed it because this was in a, another drum rebirthed it in red to symbolize the blood, to symbolize the womb of creation. So that links, you know, very nicely with that. Mm. So where would one begin in the ancient remembrance work? I think we're gonna probably do a little bit of a transmission to activate, but how would people even begin that journey of wanting to know more about the ancient remembrance and beings? I think we always have to meet ourselves where we are first because it's through that deep acknowledgement, that deep acceptance and that, that, that deep love for where you are, how you are, why you are and all that you are that that journey begins. And then it's kind of like reverse engineering it, right? You kind of move backwards through it. So what I've 
observed more and more in the way that our lives play out and the way that we allow ourselves to play in our life is that everything that happens here is merely an echo of what has happened across the galaxy, across the cosmos. It is merely an echo. So a lot of the galactic conflicts, a lot of the galactic creation, a lot of the galactic alliances that have happened or are still happening are merely projected here in this realm, on this earthly realm, for us to experience outside of the context of what the galactic um, frame of reference might be. So that's why we, a lot of the conflicts that we experience, you know, amongst ourselves, um, within ourselves, it is merely just conflict that is already happening, the karmic stuff, I suppose, if you want to call it, that is already inherent within us that we bring through. And this is part of the remembrance process. You know, people don't want to, when they're doing their work, they want to be, you know, the big star seed, the, the dragon rider, the, you know, the, I don't know, the princess or priestess of Lemuria and all of that stuff. But, and we have access to all of it. However, it all starts with our humanity. It starts with humanity first. That is the portal and gateway to all things. So the more that we can embrace who we are in our humanity, through our emotions, through all of the ways that life is bringing us together, right, individually and collectively, that is how we truly access our ancient remembrance. Can you add to that, Delsol? Absolutely. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Thank you, Fabian. It is once you coalesce and you bring humanity together, it is allowing oneself to truly honor the space that you're in. And when you're honoring the space that you're in, you learn how to honor others and their the resources and the choices that they make and you honor their emotions without judgment. And that is the most sacred thing that one can do that we can stand here in a circle and honor each other in whatever they choose and we'll be okay. We're here to support each other in our choices, whether we're mourning, whether we're creating joy or doing a conflict, it is here so we can truly understand and support the circle. With our unique experiences, we have all mastered different things. So if Fabian is seeing me doing something, in her remembrance, she's like, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna lock this in. I might need this for the future. And she'll incur something along the same lines she's going to recall how I maneuvered through it and she'll add to it for future remembrances for others to come. And that's how sacred the circle is, the support and honoring each other through our journey because we're all here to walk each other home, right? And I'll call him out too. <laughs> yes, she will. <laughs> time and time again. <laughs> But isn't that a beautiful thing when we are in circle and when we feel maybe the safety with each other as well, that we're able to call each other out. We're able to say, hey, you know, let's just bring it back a notch to humanity or wherever. Like I find that such, you know, 
kookaburras outside are laughing and agreeing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so important that we are human and remember that we're not just, you know, as Fabian said, the priestess of this and, you know, the galactic whatever. And it's like, right, but let's let's be human together. We have chosen to come into this human experience. And so on that note of, you know, needing to really be with our humanity, what can we advise? What can we mm, share with people on not to get carried away with wanting to be over there, you know, wanting to be in their galactic and multidimensional selves? Because they see that, right? There's a lot more out there now on the star seed this and the you know, whatever multidimensional, you know, five, six, seven, whatever dimension you're supposedly accessing, what can we share with people to help them really trust that they are exactly where they should be? I think as Fabian said, um, is honoring yourself that we are all these aspects. However, it, it is through the bringing through of the mastery because we've all done certain things out there in different worlds and different dimensions. So our mastery is needed here in this now moment for everything that we've done. We can pull through the energetic streams and be in this present moment, uh, building and creating and moving through each other and each other's spaces and assisting in such a way that it, we can truly bring that multidimensional aspect forward in this world, in this dimension, and carry it through, not only for ourselves, but for each other. It is here, and I'll say this now, it is like the younger generation will always surpass the one that came before it. So we have a duty to our younger generation to instill the new pathways that are forming, not only in ourselves, but in others, and the communities that are forming because of this newfound newness that I'll say, and but I was just oldness, but it's the newness now. And they can pick up where we left off for the future generations. And that's how we've done it in other worlds where the world is on the precipice, precipice of evolution and we come in and we create that starting point a focal point for humanity right now to move forward from. I think when people get caught up with the the ancient remembrance and the remembrance of all of the ways in which they have been, just take, for instance, Priestess of Lemuria, right? It's very exciting to remember that part of you, that multidimensional aspect of you who holds so much magic, who holds so much power, but... The point is, in a human body, you're not here to embody who the priestess of the Maria was or is, right? You are here to be fully embodied in your human self. I'm here to be Fabian Louis, right? You are creating a new, unique avatar that is always evolving and transforming. The mastery that you are remembering from these ancient aspects of self Priestess of the Moria, what was the loving wisdom? What was the mastery from your remembrance of the Priestess of the Moria that you are here to embody? Not that you are here to embody being the Priestess of the Moria. There's a difference. 
So the mastery that comes from these multidimensional aspects of self seeds into you to create more luminescence in your light being. What we are practicing here in the earthy realm is how we are embodying more and more of our light. The more that we can practice that, and you know this very well through your Qigong practice, Katara, the more that we can embody our light, the more of ourselves turn on right? The more of our DNA, our physical DNA turns on to give us that vibrancy and health and vitality. And the more of our activation within our light bodies turn on to really allow ourselves to become magical and powerful in a human body. So the more that we can continue to view our human selves, our humanity as greatly potential in its power, right? the more that we can encompass more of that mastery within and we then become these really massive celestial giants of light that we once were and that we are evolving to. I believe that's the point. Yes. (laughs) Yes, more of us coming online. I definitely have felt and I think we probably need to touch upon the light language and, and how that you know, weaves into this in that remembrance and in the work that I've done with with both of you, you know, it literally feels like points, you know, in the network or in the blueprint, whatever you want to call it, literally that light up and that all form, you know, almost like neural pathways, you know, they all connect back into one another and it keeps expanding and feathering out, you know, into that vastness. And with that, it feels like for me is with more of the light coming in, it informs my human self of, and why, why do I care? Why do I care that I remember, you know, what my dragon self is? Because people, you know, as we say, we we're fascinated by those realms. We love being a dragon rider and the priestesses of whatever. But my thing is, you know, and I come from a very pragmatic, very practical, very left brain background, you know, corporate chartered accountant. Okay. <laughs> and so there's a lot of practicality that I want to bring into. Okay, so how does that help me live? How does that help me to be a better human being? And having those things come online, there's the insights, I guess, that come to express that mastery as well for myself in my remembering, which, you know, is still is ongoing. <sighs> okay, so let's Shall we talk a little bit about light language? I think that that's probably important and I'm sure that we can talk heaps about it, but let's just, you know, high level. Why, why, you know, both of you and all of us actually use light language. So let's share a little bit about that. Del Sol, how did light language come to you? How do, do you use it in this remembrance, in the healing, in the activation process for those who are not familiar with it? or still have a lot of skepticism about it. Light language, we come in with our own energetic signature, our voice that carries us through the many incarnations that we've had, the many worlds that we've been to. It is a point where we, where I got, where I was inquiring about light language and I sat into meditation and I realized I was in the center of the universe and all these galactic symbols came streaming in at me, to me, 
from all directions and I was in a sphere and they were ingrained in my skin and my DNA, my bones, I could see all these symbols and attach. Um, after that meditation, I was in the shower and I started speaking. And I remember as a child, I was speaking the same language and same dialect, but that's always someone's, oh, you're speaking gibberish. So now I embody that and over the years I cultivated and I kept stepping into and owning it. This is my first language that I know. And with that, I can say something to an entire crowd and it is so multidimensional, so multi-layered that they will each get a different message from it. Some will see geometrical shapes. Some will be taken to a specific place that they remember, that they recall, and some will receive a, a warm hug. Others may have a huge heart opening experience that brings them to tears. Um, it is the voice of my soul, my essence. And when I speak, I speak directly through the heart. I bring the heart's essence, my heart's essence to the forefront and I allow that to speak for itself. And I own that each and every day, wherever I go, I will speak like, I don't care who you are, or where you are. If there's a message that needs to come through, I will speak. And people will look at me as like, what? Uh, that's not for you. That's for your heart. You will remember when the time comes and they'll each have, when they see me again, it was like, I remember now I had that. And it'll tell me exactly when and where, what transpired. And I would smile and I would say, it's good to see you again. And it is the beauty in honoring and owning those skills. I said the same thing to <laughs> Fabian there when we sat to sit together to speak. And it was an honor when I heard the response because the frequency and the vibration it brings through a remembrance unlike anything you can experience. Yeah, it's really beautiful when we can speak heart to heart in that way. And I like to describe light language as the harmonics of your soul, because in the way that we have journeyed with our soul, we have so many experiences, but the experiences that allow us to really rise in our own loving wisdom is what I believe creates a tone or frequency or vibration, a very specific one that sits active, you know, in the fathoms of your heart, in your sacred heart, that when blended with the other harmonics of your soul through your loving wisdom, the accumulation of your loving wisdom, what expresses then is the beauty of that which you see in movement of light language, in vocals of light language, whether it be through, um, you know, linguistics or toning or even singing, or through the scribing and drawings and um, paintings of your soul's expression, highest expression. So, you know, and there's many other ways in which we are remembering to express our light language as well. It's not just those, you know, three sort of forms, but as we seek 
different ways, more truthful and authentic ways to express ourselves, you know, collectively. I truly believe that's why light language is coming more and more to the forefront of how we are choosing to express ourselves because it's the most freedom that we can experience through those forms. Sometimes we don't have the words for it of what we're wanting to express in our heart. There are no words because our words are linear, you know, but our movement, our scribing and our drawings are, and, and, our, and our vocals that we can bring through can much, with much more clarity can convey the heart song. Yeah. And so I've heard both of you speak often and it really feels like there's a, like it's, how can I say? It sounds uh, stable, stable, like it's the same sounds, if that makes sense. So when we are remembering our soul language, when we're remembering ourselves, you know, and Fabian has heard me evolve and play with different things. Um, how does that work? Is it just one language? Are people tuning into different frequencies and then expressing it differently in the light language? Is that different than actually your own language? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't feel like, for example, mine is stable yet. It doesn't always sound the same. In fact, it never sounds the same. It's still playing over here and playing over there. So if people are having it come up for themselves and are starting to experiment with their gibberish or soul language, you know, what, is, what does that mean? Does it find a stability? I think it does tend to land um, in a certain frequency because, like I said, the mastery that we're here to experience and embody are uh, sometimes quite specific, right? So because we've experienced ourselves in so many ways, we can't embody and remember it all. It's, it's, it's too much for a human body. So when we contract to come into a human body, we pick certain frequencies or certain remembrances of self that become much more dominant um, as you kind of unravel and evolve through your life journey that become more settled in its resonance for you right mm. so that's when you start to notice that you will be more comfortable or more expressive in the full spectrum of those harmonics and it will you'll you'll start to hear that it it sits or sounds a certain way and i certainly have experienced that in my own evolution of my light language um, expressions the more i remembered of myself the more i settled into a particular language so to speak so that's why everybody's language is going to sound very different because everybody's soul harmonics are so incredibly different so depending on what you're here to bring through in your own mastery or and in your most you know i guess comf comfortable sort of ways is where you'll land with your expression whatever that may be whatever form that may be mandel mm. soul since you're um initial you know seeing of the codes and in the shower moment have you also seen your language evolve and change and come to a, a landing place from the beginning yes it has changed and it has evolved however the more we step forward and acknowledge that aspect of ourselves that evolution will come to a standpoint where i'm standing in my truth i'm standing in my full authenticity 
and I am accepting all of who I am and that voice will stabilize and stream through. Mm. Powerful. And may we all stand in our truths and be aligned to universal truths. So it feels, shall we do a little activation, transmission and see and invite the ancient ones in? We always love to do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I feel like inside it's like coming up. It's like, okay, it's time. It's time. Yeah. All right. And so for all our listeners to take a deep breath in, allow your eyes to close if that feels good and to really listen with the heart. Listen from that soul with the ears of your soul. And be permissive and allowing whatever parts of you are here to activate and to be reconnected with a remembrance. Ooh, way, yasa. Ariantasiantokuwei コレヘテシニヤトオンスウルトオーネヘシエテエタアトオンコトンセセレヘシュウルトンドイヒヤティカタタラハトンテレエトンドゥフーランテオトオーネヘテチェエトン フートンスクシイトアンテレヘトシエツアルテエトオイシカテエトオフトンシシシリトレヘテネヘカイアラタソンバラタヒアラソンダタラバイホルディニキラサンダシャランドフォルティミハナキアサー there is space for you in sacred circle. Allow yourself to open into your heart space. And let the divine blueprint that lies within guide you and move you to your unique place. Gurunda tarda basi, shurunda tara hadumukarai, handa tarak inesa. And know that that is your unique place that you are allowed. Give yourself permission to take that place, to be seen, to be heard, to be received, and deeply experienced. Kurunda shiarta maharda maye, raandu sudana pure saai, haai se durunda tiahai, landu sura vebe, raandu sura tabiana, and be at peace, knowing that you have come 
Atun soto shoroho tun tuhu tun seterehe kananto roto otun chi it orte etenian neto oshisikawato hutun tia. And let all the pieces of that to just weave into the field, weave right into the center of center, into your heart of hearts. And may all the pieces land and activate and arise in divine timing. ones in us see the ancient ones in you huh? <laughs> oh that was so magical I felt I felt like it was with all the hand movements and stuff it was almost like I can see the things unlocking you know whatever it is it's like that knowing of oh, he's just opened that door and opened that universe and it was just like a like, you know, the when you open a watch and it's like all cogs and machinery, it just feels like, you know, let's just tinker here, open here, move here, and weave here, and just allowing all of that to flow through. What, what came through for you? What did it feel like? I'm sure every activation feels differently for you guys when you do it. Any messages in particular? I think the message that Fabian brought through was right on point as for everyone and as for me it is the gentle reminder that we we are of service to each other in that allowance and being here supporting each other to continue to step forward and be seen um, bring forth the most vulnerable aspect of yourself and in doing so you honor yourself and your other honor others as they step forward embrace yeah. your light let it shine there are many ways in which we have restricted ourselves to know who we are, not only to know who we are, but to give ourselves permission to know and deeply accept that we are powerful beyond imagination. So quite often when we call to the ancient ones to take their place, there's almost a reluctance that comes in that goes, who am I? Who am I to be so powerful? Who am I to really allow this, right? Because of all of the things I have done or not done. Mm. I think the time has come where we must 
give ourselves the deep grace and compassion of self firstly. The way I like to talk to myself and to offer um, recommendations on how you can navigate yourself too is you always have an opportunity to reframe your current situation, right? And it needn't be a massive reframing. Quite often, you know, when people think about, especially manifestation, you go from here to a thousand in a second. It doesn't happen like that unless you already have the mastery of self. Be gentle, be compassionate means the opportunity is nuanced. It's It can be a small pivot, you know, away from where you are. And sometimes that small pivot, that nuanced movement is all that it takes to shift into a much bigger current. But you must give yourself that opportunity and that um, the reframe of mind, body and soul to really open into that. So when we're talking about mastery, that is the mastery too, the mastery of the moment, right? Out of that will arise amazing wisdom that we don't even think as wisdom sometimes, but it's that moment to moment wisdom that arises and that opportunity to love yourself enough to reframe who you are in more positive and expansive light that gives you the momentum to really truly keep going forward yeah and the point you're saying about feeling worthy of of this you know as i began or deepened into this journey as well there was a lot of that that came up for me it's like who am i you know can i can i do this again and all of those came up in in feelings feelings in that very human self you know like we've worked through grief or you know worthiness and acceptance and love and it's like it all shows up in very human ways so again i guess a reminder that Yes, we're working on multidimensional and galactic themes, you know, because it is there for all of us, but it will just show up as it does in very human emotions, human energies and motion. And to just be that and just be there and allow that to happen. And does Sol, anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, I think she said it all um, for everyone is to really show up in your authenticity and give yourself grace. Uh, give yourself grace and understanding and space to really bring true those dreams and understand that this is not it. There are many aspects to us that we don't even know that are still streaming forth through our mastery. Every day we wake up, we are waking with a newness, a newfound revelation of we are constantly becoming the, the whole death and rebirth is a constant thing and understand that <laughs> yeah there's beauty in becoming mm, the beauty of becoming so how can people be in touch with you are you are you both doing ancient remembrance course again are we what what are the ways that people can connect with you to go deeper if they feel a particular resonance del sol i think i've seen you having a monthly container is that right what's your offering there there's uh on my website intuitive-soul.com is a monthly 
bi-weekly sacred circle that I held. It's at $33 every month, and it's one hour every other Wednesday. Actually, it's going to be moved to every other Thursday and um, show up. We hold space and uh, ask as many questions as you can. There are a lot of ancient beings there holding space right now, so we look forward to increasing the circle and come and join us. I'm also curating a tribal solar retreat in Mina, Arkansas um, for the solar eclipse that's coming in April, April 6th to the 8th in Mina, Arkansas. And that too is on my website as well. Awesome. And, you can and also, I will share oh. all of those links. Okay, good. You can also reach me on Instagram at intuitive underscore soul. Fabian, where can people find you and work with you? Currently, I'm offering one-to-one -one coaching um, to delve deep into your shadow integration, um, to come into the harmonics of your soul, and what culminates in your light language activation and forms of expression. So I am taking on, there are a few availabilities starting in April for that mentorship. I am doing a lot of in-person work in, in Melbourne, Australia as well. I'm doing various festivals this year. So all of that is available on my IG links and Facebook links. But I, Delsol and I will be doing Ancient Remembrance again, I think in April, um, with still talking on how we can align, align our human time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, the human we schedule. Span, we span, you know, from Melbourne, Australia to Melbourne, Florida. Uh, so, yeah, we will post all of that once we get the dates aligned because it's it's something that we truly passionate about and we love doing it. We love working together, collaborating in this deep harmony and calling back the tribe. So stay tuned. Mm. And so in ancient remembrance, I mean, does it ever really end? Do you get somewhere or can we continue cycling and circling in that work? Absolutely. I think um, the thing to discern through all of this ancient remembrance is what are you remembering for entertainment and what are you remembering for mastery? So no different to people doing past life regressions or doing any of that kind of spiritual delving into your soul remembrance. Um, you know, we have a lot of questions, you know, who have I been? What have I done? Um, things like that. But is it really ripe to help you in your evolution of self? Or is it just for a curiosity to satisfy an itch and a curiosity? I think that is the thing that we need to ask ourselves when we're doing this work. Because of course, there are so many warrens in which we can, you know, explore and so many rabbit holes that we can disappear into. And it's all beautiful. It all has a purpose, but it can also be a distraction. Mm. But then is it is a curiosity that, you know, like, like we follow that white rabbit down the holes and whatnot, but you know, it's always been my curiosity that has allowed me to come to some remembrances and masteries. Like if people weren't curious, they also wouldn't try anything. So I guess it's also a balance of what are you going to do with that information after you find out you're a priestess of Lemuria? And this is by no way, you know, like 
Thank you to all the priests of the Lemuria. Okay, we're just using that as an example. I love my Lemurian lineage, just to be clear. I'm from Lemuria too. No, no diss here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But with love, we say that, right? <laughs> to our Lemurian An lineage. example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beautiful. It's, it is. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You good. Something does all? I know. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like April is going to be a very powerful month for retreat, for ancient remembrance. Uh, Fabian and I are also doing a collaboration at the end of April. So if you're in the Melbourne or Victoria area, area will be drumming through time. It will be an ancestral journey and the drum making immersive. So that will be our first time collaboration. And I'm super excited as well. And again, just reinforcing that part of, you know, each of us have a piece to bring. And so let us remember and let us come as equals and let us come in our mastery and have fun. Let's be human. Let's be galactic. Let's be multidimensional and have fun doing it. So that's kind of my last words. Is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners before we sign off for for today in this moment? Uh, you know, yeah. we could talk hours, but you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you for being <laughs> to speak um, in this way and to to share what we're here to bring remembrance to and to all of the sacred tribes that we're reuniting and calling forth. So, thank you. Thank you for having this space. One thing, very important thing, remember to have fun. Let that inner child play. And it is through the inner child that we bring through the greater remembrance of who we are. Let's have fun. Thank you. So well said. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you both for your service work, for your mastery, for your facilitation and all that you be. I'll see you very soon.